If a movie ever justified the use of robotic killing machines to guard a mall, it's this one. Jamie? Okay. Let's go watch Mannequin. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast where every two weeks we watch a different movie from the 80s that has some sort of tie-in or relevance. Right. I don't know. We're, we're reaching. But then we talk about the movie. <laughs> right. And we tell you, the listening audience, if it is worth watching. I'm one half of this podcast. My name is Doug McCambridge. And with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. Yes, there. Jamie, just during that intro, you put on at least five different pairs of sunglasses, <laughs> and each one was sassier than the last. <laughs> oh. oh, they were sassy. They were sassy. What a personality. Hollywood. Well, uh, uh, yep. Uh, personality, a, a horrendous stereotype. I don't know <laughs> how to characterize that individual and... He might not be the most confusing or... Oh, he's definitely not the most confusing. No, there's a lot other confusing oh, characters in this, in this movie. Know. Like, Do the... we just get into it? All like, right. There... I mean, we uh, could dance we anything... around the outside. Yeah, we could. I mean, this is our post-Oscar episode. Oh, uh, indeed. Did you watch the Oscars? Did you see any of the movies? Do you have anything to say about the Oscars? Because I don't. Uh, yeah, no. No, we don't have to talk about the Oscars. All right, great. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't happen in the 80s, we're not talking about That's what about I was just going to say. Are we talking about the Oscars? Because I remember watching the full, the first Oscar ceremony that I watched the full thing, like, uh -huh. state, like paid attention to it, was the 1988 Oscars. Okay. And um, it was the year that Dustin Hoffman won for Rain Man. Okay. And I... <laughs> and you threw something at the TV. No, no, no. I... I Isn't, like, the actor's one of the last uh, awards, not the last, but it's one of the last that they present. And I remember right. being like, I made it this far. I can only go, you know, it was, it was a challenge. I was, like, 12 at the time, I think. So it was like New Year's Eve to you. That was Yeah, in a sense, yeah. And, but it's yeah. bigger than New Year's Eve because you don't get off school the next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to... Like you were up late. You had to get yourself out of bed. Exactly, exactly. Wow. And at that point you were in what, like fourth grade? No coffee for me, yeah. Wow. Uh, well uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's my that's my Academy Awards story. Okay. I don't know if you've got one. I assume that year Robocop won for best picture, is that correct? <laughs> Best screenplay. Let's best screenplay. Okay. All right. <laughs> best scene where a man's hand explodes on screen. Oh, jeez. No, I have no Oscar stories. I, I think there was one year I kind of paid attention to the Oscars. I'm going to say from like the early to mid 90s to like 2000. Okay. okay. And I think for one of those years, I was like, I'm going to watch every best picture. I'm going to go do it. And I did it, but I don't think it really mattered. Like, it must not have been a memorable experience. I don't <laughs> no. I don't even know what year it was. I don't know what the movies were. I don't think it informed my viewing. But now I don't. Do I don't you even watch? watch? No, I don't no. watch it. No. No. And there was the whole 
hoopla with the best picture. Oh, yeah, the mishap. Mm-hmm. But I was so lazy. Like, I didn't even watch the clip. Like, I'm sure it's on... Nowadays, it's, it's got to be on I, YouTube. Exactly. If you miss it, it's, it's out there. I just, yeah. like, pieced it together in my mind from, like, little snippets. And you were like, were I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied with that talk. <laughs> I'm like, I guess Warren Beatty read it wrong. And then I was like, no, I think it was Faye Dunaway. Maybe Warren Beatty then jumped in and corrected her. No, wait. Now there's a picture of some other guy. And this took... This is like over the course this of three days. This is just you piecing together the I'm photos to that you this see. Out without just reading or watching a two-minute clip. You didn't need to. Again, let your mind do that workout. Mm-hmm. Let your mind figure it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Well, you could you could do the whole Oscars in your mind then. Uh-huh. You know what my mind's not going to figure out? What happened in this movie and oh, why yeah, anything no. of importance happened. No, no. Because listeners... I think this is a pretty popular movie. I think it is. I think it has a cult following, you know. So I'm sure there's not a lot of people who have never seen it before. But if you're waiting to watch it, (laughs) I think it's important that we do discuss. I'm sure we'll talk about it as we go. But I think it's important to say that the people who made this movie didn't give a fuck about answering any questions, Mm -mm. explaining Mm. why she's a mannequin? Yeah, there was no real reason <laughs> given other than she she didn't like her life in Egypt. I don't know. <laughs> so she was turned into a mannequin, I guess, but she appeared throughout history. I, uh... Then later she wasn't a mannequin. None of this. Is, and what does Andrew McCarthy do for a living at that mannequin shop? I have no idea. No uh, idea. He wa- he's a sculptor. He's a sculptor. Wait, is that made clear? Because he literally pops arms and legs onto a mannequin and he tells his boss, he says, I could do three or four of these a month. And his boss goes, you should do three or four a day. Uh, All of those seem really low. Like if you're just putting arms and legs on, you should do 87 of those a day. Yeah, it should be a lot. You you get a lot of smoke breaks at that uh, factory. You get a long lunch. You get an extended three-hour lunch. Was um, it ever stated that he was a mannequin sculptor? No, 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 no. no. Okay. I, he wasn't a mannequin sculptor. He was a sculptor as an artiste. That's okay. what he was. As, so as... he designed and no, and carved no. this mannequin by and, hand? Oh, yes, yes. This what? Mannequin, yes. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, no. There's yeah. no way. That's what you're meant to believe. That's not That's how That's why he mentions made. how she is like, I made you. Like, he has that moment before she even ever becomes real. I think he's like. But we need that scene. I need that scene of him like. No, we don't. Carving, no, we don't. Like, no, 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 no. Just like he carves like the last eyelash and just oh, like blows right. the dust off of it. I'd be like, well, oh, that's what he does. But no, he runs around with arms and legs singing songs. I, I was going to say, I think that's what we're treated to. Well, wait, wait. Before we get to, because we want to do it in an order. Before we want to do it in an order, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we got to so follow before, this complex plot. Please. <laughs> Because before we even get to know uh, Andrew McCarthy, Jonathan, as he's known, the sculptor, mannequin lover, um, we first meet, <laughs> we first go, we have a little very cheesy Bad History Channel episode, right? Where we're meeting um, two Egyptian women. Oh, it is terrible. That set is awful. <laughs> ridiculous. And what about how, so they're supposed to be these two ancient Egyptian women, sure. right? Yep. Uh, she is a mummified princess who is not quite mummified yet. No, what, she's what's hiding. Going on? I thought she's she was hiding, hiding with the mummies. That's she's what she's pretending she's hiding to be a mummy. Be a mummy. Right. 
her mother is more like a Jewish, like, she's like, oh, my God. What's I thought the, I was watching an episode you, with a nanny at yes, the beginning of this. Why are you hiding? I mean, I want to smoke and tell your father to go to hell, but I don't. Oh, she's and And it's yeah, weird because I was like, well, if this is the tone that this movie is setting. Very weird. Very weird. Footnotes. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep going. Well, it does. It has... It, it, it has comes these and inner, goes. Like these little sprinklings of these characters and these little scenes. Like even what's up with his girlfriend Roxy and oh, his, her, the like and Greek that guy that's always hitting on her. Yeah. That she dates or, or her coworker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he is—a boss or just a coworker. And is he Greek or Middle I Eastern? Like what that is he? Guy is the reason why. People in offices now have sexual harassment lectures. Like, that yes. guy is the worst. He's but also the best in many ways. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, okay. We're, we're we're not even there yet. So we so we know that this Egyptian girl, this this who who is um what's our actress's name? Who's Kim Cattrall? Kim Cattrall. Thank you. Um, I don't know that her name. Oh, Emmy. Emmy is Emmy. her mannequin mm-hmm. name, right? She did um, say her full Egyptian name once, but I don't remember it. But she shortens it to Emma. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does have a full fancy Egyptian name. Uh, and I think it's important to say that not only does her mother have some, like, Brooklyn accent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, these two do not look Egyptian at all. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no. uh, it was – it was – this is what we're treated to. And then, then after – so we realize she's unhappy – uh, being a, an Egyptian woman, she's got li- little means and resources, and she, well, she just, doesn't want to get married, right? She doesn't want to be confined to the right. lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She just, you know, typical teenage kind of. I don't know. But then, then for our opening, we are treated to a lively cartoon. Well, I do of, enjoy. Before we get to the cartoon, I think yeah, it's important yeah. to talk the, about the fact that she prays to God, and they couldn't even do research to find out an Egyptian oh, god. No. Like, oh, yeah, just yeah, name yeah. like Anubis or something like that. Right, like, right, right. But they don't even do that, and then she—it's just a thunderstorm, right? Mm-hmm. So, thunder and lightning. and lightning. Yeah. And you're right. We're treated to a great, a great cartoon. <laughs> opening to this film or, or credit sequence which yeah, was a thing sequence. in the yeah. 80s like they yeah, don't do yeah. that anymore and i kind of miss them yeah i know because it was like a fun little it was like a pre-movie like a pre-story oh, yeah. an animated story of like mm-hmm. i mean we Egyptian... got the entire story of how she got from egypt mm-hmm. to being a mannequin kind of kind of it, there was some cats and a, a robot <laughs> artist there <laughs> Well, I mean, that's when we see her cartoon, you know, mingling with Christopher Columbus and stuff like that, too. Right, which she later tells us she dated. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we do, we get her background via this. uh... (laughs) Yep, her backstory. (laughs) Yeah. Fun animated adventure. And then we're in modern day Philly. And uh, we do. We see our sculptor extraordinaire, who, like you said, instead of painting the detail, last detail, onto this right. mannequin who is his creation and becomes his muse, he's just dancing with it awkwardly, <laughs> right? Yeah, in the he's factory. dancing with it. The other guys who work there are having a blast, too. Everybody's... It's a fun factory to work in. Mm-hmm. Till the boss rolls in. No, no, no. There's just like a billion arms and legs. Oh, like yeah. It it's is just... a mannequin factory. Yeah. It's just pieces of, of mannequins and, and right. guys just building it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, in a scattered, not very organized looking way, 
I'll say. No, mm-hmm. no. It looks like there's about three dudes that work there, yeah. and they're in charge of making the mannequins for the entire United States. I don't, know. I don't, I don't really know. know. The, the two local department stores, I think. Well, I can't imagine every city has its own mannequin factory. Well, I, I do think it's interesting that the mannequin he makes appears like two blocks down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get shipped to Milwaukee or something it gets, like that. It's a local, local manufacturer of mannequins. <laughs> Of mannequins. Well, he, though, isn't going to get to make mannequins for much longer because his productivity is low. Like you said, instead of making the three or four uh, hour that he should be making, he makes three or four a month. Yeah, again, his boss wants him to make three or four a day, mm-hmm. which still seems low to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still. Because, well, that's what, that's when I just and thought he was snapping arms and legs on things. When you think about all the mannequins, like you said, those two both, well, yeah, we get to see the inside of both the local department stores. And they're huge. They have to need right. a lot of oh. mannequins. Well, yeah, but also, like, I feel like every mannequin kind of is the same. Like, if you just wander around department stores, other than arm positions, like, the bodies are all the same, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I haven't done the research. Maybe we should go out. Maybe, let's stop this right now. Let's, <laughs> let's just go, go to out, your local let's mall. Check out some mannequins, and all then right. we'll do this again. All right, and then we'll figure out. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to do where that. We stop <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just put something that's like. Five days later. They're all, they're all very similar, except uh-huh, this particular uh-huh. one that yep. he put a lot Sculpting of Sculpting individual mannequins is not a real job. Well, what happens next, though, is the series. So once he gets fired, our little Jonathan, our little hero, he uh, takes on a series of odd jobs. Oh, uh, um, yes. He works as a, at a birthday party as a balloon man and has uh-huh. a... Funny little happening where he's dressed like an ice cream man too. (laughs) What about with the balloon man thing? When the kid gets the balloon from him, he wants the big balloon, and he Mm -hmm. gets the balloon, and then he floats away. Literally, the kid starts floating away because the balloon—it's like, are we still in the cartoon or are we in the movie now? What's happening? I don't know. What's happening? There are in a movie where a mannequin comes to life. I was like, this is the most unrealistic part of this movie. <laughs> is that a single balloon can carry like a eight year old kid away, and he lets him go too. Yeah, he's holding on to this kid's pant leg, and the kid's dad's like, "Let go!" and he does, and this kid floats to, I assume, his death. What are we being treated to? What are we being treated to? I don't know. And each each of his careers are have nothing to do with creativity or no. art. I mean, you could make a case that sculpting mannequins is a creative endeavor. But he, at one point, is making pizzas. Yeah, but making terrible ones. because. It, but he is making art out of each of his jobs. Like, he works, I guess, for, like, a lot, uh, landscaper, and he's trimming hedges. He works at the pizzeria, and he's making a fancy design, not just delicious pizza. The man is an artiste, and only Hollywood can see that. And I don't mean the place. I mean the character. I could see some value in it. Like, that landscaper, he could be like, listen, nobody else that I'm hiring can do this. There is a place for this kid on this landscape. I'm going to call it a team. I know it's not a team. team. Yeah, (laughs) it could be a team. You know, and I don't know that pizza place. They could get some press, some much-needed publicity. You're really trying to get this guy a different gig. I don't (laughs) like what he ends up doing. (laughs) (laughs) But he gets – he gets – he goes really quickly. He escalates within his business. He's kind of in charge of a department store by the end of the movie. (laughs) Well, 
Estelle Getty's the first one in charge of the apartment store, right. so that tells yes. you that. He, uh, believe it or not, even though he's obsessed with these, uh, this mannequin and is sort of a, a, a cluster when it comes to holding down a job, oh, yeah. he, he does have a girlfriend, right? Let's just call her Power Suit Jane. <laughs> I, those suits that she's wearing, they're <laughs> so bulky. They hang so low. It is a crazy style that I'm sure existed. Yeah, very much so. But because she's the only woman in this movie dressed like that, it seemed so... It's a little off. Like, when she is in, you know, her boss's office, like, conniving with these guys, I'm like, she's dressed just like them. She, like, they're all shoulder wearing the same yeah, suit. Yeah. Yes. She is a terrible actress. I don't know who she is, but she's... She's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty awful. Yeah. Um, in, in a in a movie where everybody, I assume, was told like, just go, just ratchet up whatever you're whatever doing. Whatever you are, just be there. Yeah. It's like she decided I'm going to play this straight, <laughs> and she does such a terrible <laughs> job. Yeah, she's she's um, some performances are easier than others to watch. Hers mm-hmm. is a little bit sticky, along with her uh-huh. outfit. I agree. Well, they constantly surround her with that weird serial rapist. Yes, So at yes. least there's something else going on. So he's on. asking to sleep with her. He's always with some weird uh, – yeah. And again, what I don't understand his addition to – His job? Her job? No. What is their job? To the job? whole movie. They work for uh, – okay, well, yeah, what is their job? clearly there for comic relief as there's they, not enough of right? it. Are they buyers for the – don't know. The department store? <laughs> Don't know. She's, you can, well, because he picks her up, or Jonathan picks her up on his motorcycle for their mm-hmm. date night. And she's outside of her work, which later we find out is something to do with the department store, I guess. It's the rival, de- yeah. does she work for the rival department store, or does she? <sighs> she must work. I guess she does. Yeah, I think she does. And I want to okay. say in their sales. But it I doesn't don't matter. Know. None I don't of know. this is explained. No, no. The people who made this movie didn't care, so why should we? Yeah, yeah, they didn't know the details. Why are we even thinking it over? Yeah, she's embarrassed by him. She thinks he should seek a professional. He says, like, I a, want to know how these two got together. Too. Like, no. That's the other thing. These two should. How not did they be meet? How did they meet? I want that history. How did they meet? What is their backstory? Yeah. I cannot see them carrying on a conversation for more than well, two minutes. Uh, See, if we knew better even about what she did, because he, like, he's this artist, right? So is her business, like, I don't know. And, and, And you don't have to do much. All you have to do is have her say something like, listen... When we were in art school together, yeah, there you that go. was fine. But there you go. I decided to drop that nonsense, that sure. pipe dream. Mm-hmm. You need to get a job. Right. That's all that's all you no, have to she's do. Just, it's one line. Just right, put it just, in there at some point. And it helps us all care a little more. Because I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about their relationship. I was like, I don't even think she likes him. Because she doesn't in the beginning. She or at all. She's she's upset that he doesn't have a job. No. She's she's They don't seem to like each other. No, like, no. Although he does come to her, so okay, he uh, he sees his mannequin girl because when he gets fired from the right. job, obviously he's he's yes. disconnected and, from her. Yes, and she's had enough of him at this point. She's like, "Listen, your motorcycle's a piece of garbage." Oh, the girlfriend, yeah, the girlfriend. I, I, I gotta yeah. go. I need mm-hmm. a break. You're yeah. a loser. Get a real job. Whatever she says to him. Yeah. So yeah, then he sees his mannequin when he's alone. Right. He walks off in the rainy night. 
Yeah. He's kind of like, you know. Ugh. This is when he professes his love or creative just it's This is when he says like, "Do you know I've created you and I, you know, I'm so he's too invested in a mannequin." Good looking. Oh. <laughs> and normal a guy to play this role. Like, mm. this is a role that should be played by, like, a total weirdo. Yeah. And somebody who can't relate to real people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that if somebody awkward and, and weird and they're fumbling. Right. And this is the, but, no, like, he has a girlfriend who yeah. seems like a normal yeah. dude. Like, yeah. Well, that's how they're presenting him. That's how they're presenting him. If they mm-hmm. had not even given us the Roxy character... And we just mm-hmm. saw him like going home and like sketching things and and like trying to mold shit, and he can't. And all he thinks, well, that would make me feel like yes, this he's got a weird obsession for this mannequin. He Can is. we talk about how great his apartment is? For I was gonna say, Jesus. what a great apartment! I did take note of that too. It's like huge, huge. I know he's well not in. Styled. I know he's not in Manhattan, but if you're in any relatively large city, city that yeah. is pricey. It was a great size. It was a great layout. Open space mm-hmm. enormous both and we like, only see it from one seat but, but still, no, i really I took don't know note. i took note of it too i was like uh hello what a great apartment yeah <laughs> yeah i agree with you good good stuff there um yeah i wish we saw more of that even take the mannequin back to your place i don't know how did well, he leave the I, factory without her right well, when that's he was the thing fired. she even says something like i can't leave the store and, it, and they get on his motorcycle and drive away at one point. I'm like, didn't she say she can't leave the store? And just take her to your apartment. Like, if if somebody sees you walking up to your apartment with a mannequin, they might think it's weird. But well, at least then you could talk to her. Like, they just seem to drive around. And then just go back to the store. Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie. Andrew McCarthy. I do Jesus, like when man. he puts her on the back of it. Okay. <laughs> it's like him with this mannequin. I do like when he. Oh, okay, we, we gotta get there. We gotta get there. <laughs> First, he meets. Okay, so he meet. He sees that the mannequin girl still exists. He sees that she's at this mall. Does he go back to the mall then the next day, right, or the department store that she's at? Yes, because he's oddly obsessed with this mannequin. Like right. it's it's. This is weird. This it's is silly. something that a deranged lunatic. Well, he does wants. later on. He questions his sanity. He asks Roxy, yeah, "Am I crazy?" Very briefly, he calls his Jamie, mom. If a man, if a mannequin came to life <laughs> when only you were around, I don't think it would be one brief instance where you're like, "Maybe I'm crazy." <laughs> I would assume that you would have to sit down and really think about this <laughs> for long periods of time. He seems to accept that she's totally real in no time. He does. He, that well, he's not crazy. He's totally sane. He's just the only one who can see her. When anybody else is around, she's a mannequin again. And he's he thinks that that's normal. And he doesn't ever ask. Does he ever ask where she came from? Like, does he know the Egyptian history? No, 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 no. Why does that matter, Jamie? It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> that happened before the credits. Who cares now? Oh my god! I mean, she's clearly speaking English. You would not assume that she's from Egypt. She does throw down that she. Oh no, because she does mention at one point she mentions a Christopher Columbus, and then I think she mentions that she was supposed to marry a camel dung dealer. Oh, remember? You're right. Yes, I do like for the brief instant where she does the 
uh, cliched Egyptian dance where she just puts her hands together over her head for just a second. Was that in the weird dance number that they have? That weird, like, (laughs) love that. No, I don't. I don't at all. All right, all right. Gosh, we're sloppy with the oh. uh, where I am. I guess I'm taking it. It's through. okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, matter. I'm. It's muddled. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a muddled mannequin mess. Well, I want us to meet Estelle Gelly. Estelle Getty. Estelle Gelly. Okay. Um, all right. So, well, this is this is when this happens. This is yes. when this happens exactly. So it's. Uh, <laughs> She's okay. So she. Let's before we talk about how they meet. She runs a. Failing department store. Yes, she's inherited it, is what we're, right? Right, yes. And she's out in front of it, and there's a sign being fixed. Signed, I guess, for the, the, yeah. the store. And as it starts to swing, because it's being fixed, it's like gigantic sign. It's huge. It catches Andrew McCarthy in its swing, right? Right. Well, he saves her. Right, he gets her out of the way, because it's headed toward her. And then he's hit by the sign, but not really. It's kind of just like he, he just rides to it. Ride this <laughs> I was like, "What?" First, I was like, "Oh, it's Estelle Getty." Estelle, uh, keep tripping on her name. <laughs> Why wow, you're Est- having a hard time saying Estelle Gilly? I think I don't know. <laughs> First, I was excited to see her. I was like, "Oh yeah." Should you just call this. her Sophia Petrillo? <laughs> can, can we? She's, I'll just call her Sophia. Yes. Definitely. We see a young Sophia, right? It's Sicily, mm-hmm. like, 1926, right? Right. And, uh, yeah. I was so excited to see her. And then the next thing I know, he is swinging on a sign. He just rides a sign. He rides a sign mm-hmm. for a good, what, 20 minutes in this movie? <laughs> it's quite a long forever. time. It is quite he's a long time. He's talking to her as he's as swinging goes, Because by she him. is so thankful. She's like, you're so wonderful. And he's swinging by her. I'd like to offer you a job. And he's like, uh-huh. it's ridiculous. By the way, I do love Sophia Petrillo, but... She is not very good in this movie. Oh, thank you for saying so, because I was going to say, she is, she has no time for this movie. No. <laughs> she is like, this is an inconvenience. I'm not going to project. I'm not going to act. I'm going to show up and I'm going to just. She barely makes eye lines. contact with the other actors. Wow. She's just it like. Is... <laughs> it is. It's like she's practicing her, her like lines at home in her mirror, like. And it, yeah, yeah. It, it it was almost. It seemed like one of those things where she's like, "Oh, my nephew is working on this movie. I have to do him a favor. Right. I have to show up." And when she went, she did not think it was as big a role as it is, and she is angry. She's, yeah, about this. yeah. She's like, "Really? Because he's in love, folks." Did we read the script? A mannequin. The boy loves a mannequin. I love how we're talking about uh, her and and his girlfriend, who are not doing a good job in this movie. James Spader is crushing his role in this movie. What is, is he? He is such is a character. Weirdest, it is the weirdest role. <laughs> Why would he take this role and then give it a hundred and ten? Well, I want to know if this role was just like written as like a simple like if he brought this next piece to it. Like, did he uh, bring those glasses and did oh, he decide he, that he was haircut? Go. Yeah, just <laughs> straight down. 
And again, the last time we saw him, it was in Lesson Oh, yeah. Zero, he was pushing drugs. Could not be. This character is just as slimy, but such a different character. Such a different like, character. He's got range, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew McCarthy shows up and does his same best Andrew. Andrew McCarthy. Yes, same Andrew McCarthy, yeah. But James Spader, he is a chameleon, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> he is really good in this yeah. role. He brought something to it, I'll tell you. I agree. I agree. He did. He, he mm-hmm. and But what is his job? He's the advisor to the department store? Like, what is his job? So he works for well, a he's a, he's a mole, clearly. Well, yeah, um, but... or or else or else he's on on the take, you know, from mm-hmm. the other department store. But mm-hmm. he's there basically to make sure that this department store doesn't make any money, so that they have to sell. Yeah, but that's to the not why she store. hired him, right? Doesn't he work for? But I assume he was there before she took over. Gotcha. You know okay. what I mean. And it was always his ploy to take them down. I don't know. We're not given this backstory Mm-mm. either. No. Like we're not told like he was really good friends with the old owner and the old owner died and he decided, okay, that's it. Let's sell right. out. Let's just – nothing is explained. Mm-mm. But yeah, he's in charge of basically tanking this store. Okay. I mean he's in charge of running the store but he is tanking the store. He's, his goal is to have the store right, go down. Exactly. Right? So yes. that it could be bought out by this rival store. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Um, he has to give a job to mm-hmm. Andrew McCarthy though. So yep. what job do they because they, they don't give him the window display job. They give him like because he I stumbles he upon that. boxes of shoes. That's what yeah. When he opens it up and it's women's underwear. Well and he gets in trouble for right? Because he calls his girlfriend at some point and they're like oh do you have the women's underwear? Right? right yeah. This is also when I think so he calls her at work and that's when she's at work so we meet her creepy her co-worker. sexually aggressive yeah. co-worker. <laughs> I did not look this guy up. I want to know what else he did after this movie. I don't know. I don't know. He's a slime ball. Like he, he just makes all these weird advances mm-hmm. at her. And even that, he's she's like, stop it. She's just like, kind of. And I, what I really like is now he goes and and when he gets free time, it seems that he's visiting his mannequin. Mm-hmm. So we're this is when we're introduced to Hollywood. Hollywood Montrose. Mm-hmm. Hollywood just appears. <laughs> he's just not introduced. He doesn't walk on set. It's no. just he's talking to this mannequin. Uh, Hollywood is just there. And did you notice that his outfit is matching the lights of the window display? No, his, outfit's, I... his outfit is blue and yellow, and the lights are blue and yellow. Oh, it's... I didn't notice that. And then I meant to like really pay attention to see if his outfit just kept matching the yeah, lighting. Yeah, but yeah. I, I forgot to look after this. Well, he does wear some pretty like, like uh, outstanding outfits, I guess. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it outstanding or is it terribly offensive? Oh, I a little bit of did both. not know how to feel about this. How about this. outstandingly offensive? How about that? Because this was, I mean, this was a time when I guess Hollywood did not, not, not Hollywood, the individual Hollywood, the oh, town so, mm-hmm. didn't know how to write gay characters. Like, is that a fair assessment or am I being nice to the industry? <laughs> um, I would say it's pretty fair. I would, do they even call him? I think at one point they don't, doesn't one of the later on he's in the restroom. Right. And, and don't they call him a queer or they say like, they, oh, 
it it is all over the place because they call him a Mary. Oh yeah, and yeah. They call I think he calls I think the the security guard refers to him as a fruitcake a couple oh, yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's not they're not treating this character well. Right, right. But he's happy. It doesn't matter to Hollywood. He's just happy to. He loves his job, and he sh- starts to kind of love uh, Jonathan. Right? They they become they, well. He's another creative type. Yeah. He finds this kindred and spirit because he was totally. talking to a mannequin. Yeah, he thinks that's totally cool. He's an artiste. This is part of his like kind of artist ways. He feels like right. And um, again, just like just like James Spader, Meshach Taylor is murdering this role. It oh is, yes. It, every yeah. time he's on screen, it's I just still, it lights it up. It lights it up. No, I agree. It's I fun. wasn't. I was going to say captivated, but I didn't know if that was too strong a term. You could be captivated by Hollywood. For anything about this movie, yeah, and all of his. Ooh, I can't even do all of his little <laughs> weird squeals. And his glasses. Yeah, I love it when he shows up in a suit, but it oh, has yeah, the yeah, price yeah, tag on it. Said, so you know, huh? he just took it from the men's department. Yes, but all just right. as quickly as Hollywood appears. He sort of disappears, right? We're introduced to Hollywood. We we get to know, uh, we get a little flair. Hollywood does a little kind of check out my legs, look at my donut thighs. Is this offensive? I mean, I don't mean to struggle with this because this is 1987. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think it's tough to watch a character like that now and to think this is okay. Because it's not okay, is it? I think for the purposes of this movie, it's fun. Like, I think he was the fun character. He provided the, the, besides the terrible acting by everybody else, he provided the the comic relief, the most comic relief. And it was supposed to be more fun. It comes off sort of offensive when you think about it. But I don't think we're meant to think a whole lot if we're watching Mannequin. How's that sound? Wait, we're not. (laughs) Okay, all right. I I will suspend I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Um, When he disappears, all of a sudden, oh, my God, the Mannequin becomes a real person. Just like that. Just like that. He's not having a moment with her. He's not, right? He's there. He's not even talking to her at this point. He's turned around and he's talking to himself. And she, like, crouches down and responds (laughs) to him. And he flips out. I would, too. it's a person. And she's she's dressed in a pink dress, right? Very, very pink dress. Yeah, whatever the mannequin was wearing, sure. And she is ready. She's like, yeah, I'm here now. So... I'm ready for, for fun. For what purpose? We don't know. Mm-mm. She doesn't explain. Mm-mm. It's never explained. Nope. It is never made clear what the hell? why she comes to life. Mm-hmm. Like she I guess throughout history she has been the muse to very famous and important people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess we are meant to assume that he is going to become something great? No. It can't just be well, so that he is in charge of creating window uh, displays sense, for no, a department no, no. store he's, in Philadelphia. He's sort of, like by the end he keeps getting so many promotions because that he's like practically in charge of the the mall so or of the store. But still, it's not like Columbus is famous because he was in charge of like a boat and that was it like, but again maybe you gotta keep it small this is the 80s i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't know. know but but also she's only referring 
you know, she's only talking about these two people. I think she really does only talk about Michelangelo and Columbus, right? Well, that's the one she talks about, but we don't know. She's been through right. history. But that's what I mean. She mm-hmm. could be influencing people right. on all sorts all of levels, levels throughout right. history. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. And is she going to die at the end? Or is she like I mean, is she gonna age like he does? Oh. Does this break the curse or is she at some point going to become a mannequin again? And has she become a mannequin all through history? Like was she a Columbus mannequin? You have a How lot she of meet? questions. You have so, many, have questions so many questions that this movie does not answer. This movie doesn't even try to answer any of these questions. Like she should have said something like, I was a Michelangelo painting and I came to life. <laughs> And then I was – I don't know how you tie Columbus into that. But that's what it should be. <laughs> Their creations come to life. That yeah. would make so much That would. Sense. That would. Because if this Egyptian god transported – teleported her out of there, what happened to her? Does this movie help – It's just like Xanadu. I was going to say, does it help Xanadu make more sense though? Because they explain some of this stuff in Xanadu a little better. Because like – Again, the the gods they spoke to the Olivia Newton John throughout it. So you knew, you saw that Olivia Newton John came out of the one painting. So you had more. It's it's this. I would when I thought about recommendations, I didn't think to recommend. See, I wouldn't recommend Xanadu, but I, w- I would say that it's very much I mean, like he would. Well, it was funny because he. Before we watch this, he's like, oh, Mannequin, I love that movie. Hollywood. <laughs> I was like, and then afterwards, I was like, do you just oh like God. movies about like. <laughs> Your husband has a type, like a weird movie type. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So do, I, I, I don't even know how you. to respond to that because I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think, was Xanadu better? Yeah. Probably not. Well, but I think it if was. You took, if you took certain characters from these movies and just morphed them into a singular movie, I'd like that. I'd, I'd like <laughs> He's like, Olivia, I'd watch I would that. Take, I would take Olivia Newton-John over Kim Cattrall. I'll tell you. you put Hollywood yo, in yeah. yeah, and you mix how If you throw Hollywood with Gene Kelly, how fun. Gene, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Get rid of Sofia Petrello and, and put Gene Kelly <laughs> yes! in that role. This there you is go. actually See, there so you go. much better. Keep James Spader. He's great. James Spader's fine. He could just stay. <laughs> and the musical numbers. Like, the musical number in this movie, if you even call it that, I guess it was more like a musical montage that ends up happening because it's not really dancing. Just like Olivia Newton-John's not really skating. But I would take their dance numbers. I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd say I'd have to watch Xanadu again, but I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> I'd forgotten it. We watched Xanadu a while ago. That movie's already gone. It's gone I've forgotten head. most of it. You've deleted it from your I think Mannequin pushed it out. <laughs> Mannequin was like, we're basically the same. And it pushed it out of my brain. That's what happened. Mannequin's like, now I'm stepping up. Well, I don't know if it's a step up or a sidestep. But anyway, people love his his uh, window displays. Well, here's another question. Is she they doing this? They are together. So they have these, when she comes alive, part of the fun of what they do together 
is well when she <laughs> they first dance comes along, around the mall. That's yeah, he, she do. takes her around the mall. She takes him around the mall, and she does. Now that we don't see any, we don't even see like a side boob or anything. She gets naked, doesn't she? She takes him around the mall, and she kind of strips down and is like, "Well, yeah." It it starts with sort of just trying on outfits, like, right? And they're both doing it. They're both yeah. Wearing he's different wearing outfits. different outfits. Yeah, it's really weird. But you're right. Yeah, at one point I forget she opens a big fur coat or something. Well, at one point she opens a fur coat and she has like lingerie on. No, but when they first meet and they're yeah. I, I felt like she She did. just takes off. Right, right. Because you just see her from the back. Right. Like you just see right. like bare shoulders or something. Mm-hmm. And he's very embarrassed. And he's like, why are you? Oh, and she's <laughs> like, you weren't embarrassed when I was a mannequin. Yeah, exactly. Like, you weren't well, embarrassed when you made be. me. And he was like, well, I uh, put so much work into the details. And oh, oh, geez. It's embarrassing. Andrew <laughs> McCarthy is embarrassing. I'm sorry to anyone who likes no, Andrew I McCarthy. Agree. But I agree. my God, I think this was his most tolerable performance of what we've seen. But. I don't see how he is. It just was it just an experiment that he was a leading man for a little bit. Like, no, I think because he has like a like a maybe because of the because he's he's not like ugh. to me he doesn't read as like a, a hot leading man right, like gorgeous right, right, yes. but he's got like this likable adorableness I guess to his look. But, but that should uh, be like the sidekick or the the best friend of the male right, protagonist. Yeah. He should not carry a movie. Nah. He shouldn't carry the mannequin around, but he does. He takes her places. He shouldn't have sex with the mannequin, but he does. He does. <laughs> well, that's later. Wait. Okay. All right. All right. So he we um, haven't even talked about the security guard. Oh yet. yeah, he's from he's from uh, police academy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's the he's the chief in yeah. police academy. Yeah, yeah. And that dog, that dog is the cutest dog. Rambo. Rambo. He's like a yes. bulldog kind of thing. I wrote that down three times in my notes. I'll tell you how many what kind of notes I took about mannequin. I'm like, this dog is so cute. Rocky <laughs> is so cute. Or what's <laughs> It's Rambo. Rambo. Rambo is so cute. I like it when he's just pulling Rambo around in a wagon <laughs> after a while. Because the dog the dog loses its mind because it sees, I guess, a mannequin turn into a woman and back again. Other than Jonathan, the dog is the only one that sees this. And it runs in terror. And then it's got like a hot water bottle on its head. <laughs> And then it has to be pulled around in a wagon. And later he's – the security guard's then in a different mall and he has a different dog. And I'm like, yeah, what he's happened a, yeah. to Rambo? Rambo's gone and he has like a new St. Bernard or something. Right? This poor dog lost its mind. But I don't think a dog can process that information <laughs> like that a mannequin turn into a person. Would that really upset a dog? I guess. <laughs> Well, I think what was more upsetting, didn't the dog also witness? Because later is when they're tumbling together and the, the mannequin is on. The, he, so only only Jonathan can see the mannequin. So when other people approach them or other people are near them, she turns back into a mannequin. She's not a person. So when the security guard catches him kind of romping around with her, he's just laying on the floor with like a mannequin like on top of him and doesn't try to lift it off of him. He stays with like, he mannequin just stays. on top. Yeah. And, and I think it's important. Okay, fine. We're we're flying through, we're jumping all around, but I don't think we really need to, you know, pay too much yeah, attention stay on to any, the chronology yeah. of this. But so he makes a window display and it's really great. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing. And mm-hmm. I don't know which which one's the first one. Do you know? It's the bike one? The tennis one. The, the tennis, tennis one. one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he gets a promotion because of this. Yes. And they decide to postpone the sale of the store. Mm-hmm. Because that people people were coming to see this window. It would like people were coming to see the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that will translate to people in the store. It never mm-hmm. does. This store is dead. Empty. Even when Empty. they're like, We're we're making great money. It's like they couldn't hire enough extras. This mall is always empty. <laughs> I'm like, there is still nobody in this mall. Right. But, or department store. Um, but you're right in that he and Emmy make these displays. Mm-hmm. But really what they do is just prance around the mall and have fun yeah. all night. Yeah. And then eventually they put something together. Now, you're are you supposed to think – because here's the thing. Here's one problem I have with this all. Isn't it Hollywood's job? He basically took Hollywood's job. <laughs> and does it a lot better because he does it with the mannequin who comes a lot. And Hollywood does not seem upset he by this. No, he doesn't care. He's just happy to have another artist among no. him. He does eventually at one point sort of break down. He's like, I need to work with you. Yeah. I, I need to. Show so I assume secret. like there's one display every day that's great and then the garbage ones that Hollywood <laughs> put together. <laughs> And they must be working completely separate because he and this mannequin go all around this mall. Mm-hmm. They never run into Hollywood. Like one time Hollywood well, walks in when she's a mannequin, she's dancing and she's like crouched down the Oh, ground. yeah. She like – yeah, she does that like weird crouchy. And then there is a time when Hollywood is doing something and behind him, they're like skating behind him. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, that's but, when he has to change his glasses because – Oh, yeah. He thinks that the glasses are responsible for him seeing things. <laughs> and he looks so satisfied. He puts on the other pair of glasses, which are way crazier than the ones he had on. <laughs> and he's so – he just smiles and just goes back he's to like, his like, all work. right, that's all I needed. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't so work. Great. <laughs> Do you think that the people who did Designing Women called me Shaq Taylor and they were like, listen, we got a role for you on Designing Women. <laughs> Basically, it's Hollywood, but like tone it down like a hundred and eighty percent. His his character on Designing Women was gay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. And it's funny to think that Designing Women is more progressive than men <laughs> with the way that they handled gay characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the way they handled mannequins. And what's real. with all the different? transitions and scene wipes in this movie every time we transition from one scene to another big holes come out or the scene flips Flips. or it's like a weird star wars swipe every (laughs) single time it's it's so it's it's cheeky cheesy i don't know how you would because even again the other when we do see the other like the 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 sexually abusive uh co-worker and well, i don't and, know if he's abusive Jeez, well, <laughs> <laughs> let's call him aggressive aggressive I think. <laughs> i'm gonna go right there and call him abusive i don't know um it's it's all so hokey like it's all just got this weird like so were you i guess you guys were going for comedy for real oddball-y comedy and it just came off Maybe then as the oddball comedy, but now it kind of comes off as just bad, <laughs> you know, just bad acting and bad. It's just badly written because you're right. 
at the same time that he's rolling around with this mannequin and the security guard discovers him, mm-hmm. his girlfriend and her co-worker are taking pictures. Remember they right. break into they the mall? they break in. Right, right, right. And the whole time they're sneaking through this mall, he's just making these the most offensive, like – sexual advances on yeah, this woman. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are like on a covert operation to just get Did pictures. You? Right. You right. probably said enough to her in the office today. You don't need to keep it going. And again, why, how do they work together? What is there? So they are teeny? And how'd they get into this mall? They just walked right in. Yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. You know what this mall needs, Jamie? <laughs> it needs robots. <laughs> <laughs> this security guard is not doing his job. Robots would kill. Then robots That's would kill right. the mannequin. It would kill. I thought the idea of chopping mall was absurd <laughs> until I saw. Until you saw the nonsense that could happen after hours at a department store. You were like, exactly. "Wait a minute, we do need to get some robots up in here." Wait, did we talk? Well, we kind of talked about um, the. Um, the weird, we've kind of kept talking about. It. I guess there's no more details we need to tell mm-hmm. about the dance number that they do. You can tell as many details as you want. At well, one point, he's like, "It's like he's a, got a Tommy a, gun on him." It's like and, a Phantom of the Opera thing yeah. at one point too. It's, it's their second night together. Or it's there. It has to be. <laughs> this cannot be the first night. <laughs> there's just way too much packed into this. <laughs> but you're right. They do. They dance around. They're in costumes. Because he has a Tommy gun. Yeah, and it's not really a dance. Like, they start out kind of dancing, but then it's just more like this musical montage of, like, them playing dress up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What are they doing? What are they doing? I don't know. And they do not take full advantage of this store either. Like, they're in the music store, and then they try on outfits. And at one point, aren't they in a sporting goods store? I think he fights with somebody there. The security guard later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they should be in a toy store. Like they should be on like one of those big pianos, like in. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah! Just great. messing around. How fun would that be? <laughs> right. But no, they're just nope. kind of doing their. They're, own. Just, they're just trying on outfits and they're yeah. just dancing to terrible music. Music in this movie is pretty it's terrible. Very yeah. uninspired. Yeah. Like it's just. It it goes on for way too long. We have an entire department store. What do they do? Try on outfits. What else? Yeah. I don't know. It's lunchtime. Who cares? <laughs> We don't need to write anymore, right? You would think they would write, yeah, no. Like, you don't, or have cutesy or moments together. Like, I don't even really care about their relationship. No, 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 no. They don't really have a relationship. He made her, she came to life. They dress each other up. He's amazed by that. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, like, she's not a living human to anybody else. Mm -mm. When does she tell him? When does she, what's, isn't there a moment when she looks at him and, because somebody he's like she's like yeah nobody else can see me yeah and he's like it's this weird like perverted male fantasy like there's this woman that is only for me nobody else can have her she's kind of just there to have sex with him and that's it like yeah, yeah, yeah. during the day i don't have to worry about well, that well no she's she's just confident like he he talks to her he tells her. I know, I know, and I'm just. Yeah, I know, I, I know. <laughs> well, I just think the idea of her getting into this because she didn't want to be married. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. And now she's just made like into an object. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Did the you... way to get out of it is to get married. Like mm-hmm. it is such a mm-hmm. weird backwards mm-hmm. 
message that oh, it's so maybe weird. there was good intentions, but it's just completely oh. subverted. Like, I don't know. I totally agree. I don't know what did, – did we talk about yet when she – or when does it happen? So she mentions <clears> – <throat> she mentions um, to him, and I think maybe she talks about it in the very beginning when she's in Egypt – she was she created flight or was very interested in the idea of flying and flight, right? She made wings maybe um, when she was an agent. But I don't know if that was being alluded to or not when she gets in the hang glider. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah. When she oh. hang glides down through the center of the department <laughs> store and she's like, oh, I'm flying! She's she, amazed by this. She loves it. And I love when the security guard looks. And it's just a mannequin. <laughs> That's just, what I mean. I love when she's doing things as a person and other people see her. And then when they see her, like when he takes her for a ride on the back of the motorcycle and he's like, come on, let's go for a ride. She's like outside. And he's like, yeah. And then he runs into people and they're like, you know, you have a mannequin on the back. Of your it's so great too. Cause I was like, well, when she becomes a mannequin, does she just like blink out of consciousness? and then like come to them when she's a person right and right. she's in like a different place or something no she like, just and because she freezes too like you said when hollywood comes in on her and she, yeah she they were dancing that's why she's frozen like that ninja move because she her she mannequins kind of as she is she hang glides in the mall it's and I like after she hang glides, she gets off and she's like, I can't believe I just flew. And she faints. Oh, she yeah. Passes. This is a woman who was, who was a mannequin and traveled through traveled history. Traveled through time. And she traveled time. Through time. Uh-huh. And this little bit of floating, I guess, was way too was much. Was enough. Her. It was a lot. She was. <laughs> that, maybe this is when she realizes she's in love with because he gives her that sense of this is light. Well, this is when they sit down and they like have a heart to heart and he's they're like talking about their future together and stuff. Oh, is this when they're laying together though? Oh my God, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, Andrew McCarthy, she's a mannequin. About like, having kids. About yes. Yeah, she's like, are our kids going to be puppets or dummies or whatever he says? I'm like, this is a disturbing conversation right. or even thoughts to be having. <laughs> oh my God. Because we do, we go back and forth between our, our, our characters, which we, we didn't formally introduce, but the security guard is, he, they're hired to, he's hired, well, he's the security guard, but they want the security guard, obviously, to keep an eye on, because people are suspicious. He's doing a great job with all these windows. They know what's happening. He's working through the night on them. Um, but they, the, 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 these popular windows are keeping the whole department store afloat which obviously the rival department store, which includes Roxy and James Spader, Roxy, the ex-girlfriend, James Spader. It is Spader. funny too, because we could talk about that, but anytime we cut to the villains, it's kind of just the same scene over Agreed. and over and mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. Just them talking about, how is he doing this? I don't mm-hmm. know. Who is this guy? Keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And James Spader's still great, but every one of his scenes is like that yeah no except the scene where he runs down the steps and his hair moves and then he licks his hands and <laughs> slicks it back down as he's running down the steps and also 
this it was a really weird part of the movie because they're running down the steps he the security guard mm -hmm. and a woman walks up the steps and they kind of knock her over and james Spader stops and looks back at the woman and like thinks about helping her but, but then, then he turns around he keeps running it's a weird choice by him to do that but i loved it <laughs> You do love, I would say that he is your favorite character in this movie. I think he is. Yeah. I mean, and in a movie with Hollywood, that's saying oh, something. Yeah, that's saying something. That's good yeah. job on Spader. Good job, Spades. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just checking my notes because you don't want to miss any kind of... I, uh, I just, and I don't want to, oh my God, I could talk about James Spader all day, but I'm please? so perplexed by why he's in this movie. Like, I, I could only imagine his agent was probably like, listen... You do know that you're like the fifth most important person in this movie, right? Like you are a big act. You don't have to do this. And he played it with his whole heart. Yeah, yeah. All Please, right, okay. we can, let okay. me embrace it. No, he we, does. He does. He really does. He he does a knockout performance for this. I, uh, and I did. I did say uh, last week or last time we did this. Um, I had never seen this before. This was the first time I'd ever seen this. Oh, this was your first oh, time. And I had no idea he was in this movie. Like I, oh. I knew nothing really surprised me. Like I was like, oh yeah, I guess I kind of knew the guy from um, Police Academy was in this, and mm -hmm. I knew the two leads, and I knew Hollywood, and I was like, oh, Estelle Getty's in this too, and I was very disappointed. But I had no idea yeah. James Spader was in this movie, and I think maybe that was part of it. <laughs> it was a nice surprise for you then, maybe. Maybe yeah. that was part of it. Oh, it was more than a nice surprise. It's what got me through this thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are we through this thing yet? No. Well, okay. no. Um, so is this oh. is this when he wakes up? No, 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 no. They have sex later. All right. Um, oh, when he wakes up in the pile of fur? Yeah. What, what? No, I don't yeah. think. No, 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 no. But but this is after the hang gliding. Sorry, mm -hmm. I don't mean to jump no, in. No, you're here, fine. After she after flies. the hang gliding, mm -hmm. Estelle Getty loses her shit and fires Spader and yeah. fires yeah. the security the guard. Security like she guard, comes right. in and fires everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that is enough. And I assume is Jonathan then promoted to the role that James Spader had in the company. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's even his role. Well, he's like, but he's he like just... vice president of the world. Yeah, he gets promoted to the... vice president. Yeah. And I do like how they, they do show, for the only time in this movie, a local paper. And he has, oh, with like, the... there's an article about his window displays in yep. his local yep. paper. Yeah, because he keeps doing them. And, they're... and at first they... I was like, that wouldn't happen at a local paper. But then I'm like, yeah, like the arts and entertainment mm, section, yeah, yeah, they yeah. probably have that. <laughs> Department store window guy. Right, yeah. And his window displays are pretty good. Like the one of the biking and stuff. Like, Yeah. Yeah, you're into him. <laughs> which is crazy. Like these in this dumb movie should not be things I'm looking at going, that's a really good idea. Well, I but wonder if though that is – I mean I don't know because I don't know enough about it. I have seen – like when I know that window displays people go nuts for them and in the cities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you're saying. But I guess it would be sort of this art form of sorts. Sure. That you – I wish we would have saw even a little more of that then. Like oh, yeah. A little more of the making of these window displays. Because we see no making of. No, no. Because at one point he's like, oh, I had a great idea. We need these supplies. And then they run around the mall grabbing nonsense. And the next mm -hmm. thing you know, there are mannequins on bikes. I'm like, what? How did that get to that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. not that I want this movie to be longer. 
I mean, 90 minutes is enough, but... was enough, yeah, I agree. Maybe I agree. you could cut out the Egyptian scene? Like, if we're not going to answer this No, that we don't have her back history. We don't know where she came from. It's in the opening credits. You oh, just, yeah, I guess the credits would be... That's true. That That's true. Just because enough. Because I even I agree. thought, like, when the opening credits started and she was an Egyptian, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, are they going to explain the whole movie in cartoon during the opening Wouldn't credits? Wouldn't that be amazing? But they didn't. Mm-mm. All right. Wish they would have. Oh, we can talk about him taking the mannequin into the ladies' into room. Into the ladies' like, room. Yes. Love it. Love Pass. It. He makes these two women either come out or wait outside while he goes in. Uh-huh. Because he can't talk to her. He wants to talk to her, right? Yep. Yeah, because, it, well, because he got his big promotion. Right. Who's he going to tell? He's got no one else in right. his life. So that's going to be excited for him. Right. And he starts making out with her, right? In in the... It's, it's pretty funny. I kind of thought it was funny because all the ladies, because you know how ladies like to gossip. Sure, like sure. all the ladies from this store crowd around and listen. They're like, he's in there talking to his mannequin. But clearly he's in there talking and a woman is responding. Yeah, you can hear the woman's voice. Yeah, and nobody's like... That's fucked and fucked up. Do they think he's doing this voice? Talking in the voice? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because you can hear her even earlier when the the security guy, when people are following them around the mall and the the Roxy girl and her her, uh, cohort guy there, when they follow him around the mall and they try to spy on him, you can hear him with someone else. You can hear yes. a woman laughing. You can hear Definitely. So you're like, what is happening? Definitely. But yeah, he's in the bathroom. And I love it then when Hollywood is like kind of calls the women out uh-huh. on being little bitties uh-huh. and then charges in too to kind of be like, you know, congratulations. And, and this is when he asked to be a part of it, right? Exactly. He's like, you have to show me how you work. You have to yeah. work with me. That and, mm-hmm. and he even says to him, listen, Hollywood, I'm vice president now. Don't worry about your job. You're fine. You always yeah. have a job here. Mm-hmm. But Hollywood wants to know how he does he it. He wants the magic. Yeah. And I get it. Mm-hmm. He's probably been there for years and has. Um, it's Hollywood's no job to do these things. Right. And someone else is doing them much better. He's like, wait a minute. Well, you just made the dummy. How are you now in charge of? How are you the vice president? I, I, really, oh. I do love how accepting Hollywood is of this guy's weird. Weird. Yeah. Fetish oh, with yeah. this one singular mannequin. Because when he walks in, he this is when James, what James Spader, when uh, Andrew McCarthy is making out with the mannequin. Uh-huh. So when they freeze, I wish James Spader played both roles, <laughs> the bad guy <laughs> and, be, and the Andrew McCarthy kind of, part. And I think he could pull it off. <laughs> he could do it. Some acting chops. He I could. think he could. Mm-hmm. No, he uh, he even says uh, Hollywood is like, oh, the because okay. So the Illustra, I think, is the name of the other department store, Illustra, right? Uh-huh. And they are now, they decide that they they have to steal all the mannequins. That's what it is. If it's the mannequins, oh, that's yes. the thing, and there's mannequins that this guy needs to work with, they will steal all the mannequins. Right. That's what they'll do, right? Yes, that's- because James Spader and the security guard both went to the other department store and now have jobs there. Right, right. Um. Why does he, I have, now this is when he rides off with her. Is there, oh, this is when the security guard chases. Don't they do the chase? There's a car chase. So, yeah, the security guard and Spader team up. Now, they're supposed to be inside the mall finding 
the mannequin. Well, right? For I some guess. reason, they're in the security guy's car, you though, know what? right? I feel like that's a different scene later when they steal the mannequins. No, they're not stealing the mannequins just yet. I think oh, they're okay. trying to put together a plan. All right. <laughs> and they're in the car deciding, like, what they're going to do. And then Spader, or not Spader, I keep doing that. Um, Jonathan, Andrew McCarthy goes off on his motorcycle with his mannequin on the back. This is when he decides to take her for a joyride. He's ride. just whooping it up. He's stopping it. Yeah. Everybody that he sees and mm-hmm. introducing this mannequin. Introducing to the this mannequin to oh, yeah, the to girl the that he's dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she introduces, she says her name back at first, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the mannequin does flip them off, which is great. Yeah, yeah, they'll get when the mannequin back, just giving gives them, them the finger, finger as uh-huh. a mannequin. Mm-hmm. They ride through the city. They make out. It, it's so weird. It's so weird. Is this weird. when they have sex? And yes. Well, this is why when they is have there sex. why is there a car chase in this movie? <laughs> We they, don't, don't need know. an elaborate car chase I know. and a pretty good ending where the car becomes suspended between two buildings as it jumps. Oh yeah, jumps. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good and elaborate and smart for a movie that does not need this mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. You're right. This Ugh. is when he has sex with a mannequin, and they have sex all over the place because <laughs> oh yeah, they're having sex. They're in, in like the a outdoor place. Yeah. They're in mm-hmm. a hammock. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in. Side of a piles bear. of fur. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's there. Are piles of fur that he wakes up in, and there are right? people surrounding him, and just watching him sleep. And applauding. Right? Oh, they applaud yeah. when he wakes up. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yay! You slept naked in a mall. I. Mm-hmm. Are these customers? I don't know if they've become fans because now that people are like his work, maybe. And but again, why are like they applauding? maybe they. Did, I think did they, they think... make another window display that night? No, but I don't know if he. They think this is like like he's an artist, and this is maybe another. It's like performance art. art or something. I guess so, but he's really just naked, and and he. It's weird how asleep he was, but she's gone. She's been stolen, right? People sleep a lot. When that security guard gets hit with a uh, hand glider, oh yeah, glider, he falls asleep forever. And if... Yeah. <laughs> the mall has opened. There are people there. Estelle Getty has shown never... up, and they have to like slap him to That's wake right. him up. That's why he gets fired. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! But this is when, when he was asleep. This mm-hmm. is when James Spader and the security guards steal. They they do make a point to say, let's just take all the female mannequins. The very next thing we see female mannequins in the window of the store. Yes, they do. I know. They mentioned that they took all of them, but then we see the display and there's like five <laughs> yep, in the display. Yep, exactly. But they look, I like it too, how they're looking in the, the uh, I think James Spader even says to him like, not were you dropped on your face as a baby? What did you say to him? Like, oh, were you ju- did you ever jump out of a plane and land on your face? Yes. I think is what and he the security says. guard's response is <laughs> yes. Why? Um, because they the security guard is, has is the only one that has seen the mannequin before, so he's in charge of like trying to figure out which one he is, and he right. can't. He keeps no. looking at all the mannequins, so that's why they decide we'll just take all the female mannequins except for right. the seventeen they need for display. Right, because Jamie, and, all female mannequins look the same. It's pretty clear. Well, after our experiment where we went to the mall and figured yep. that out ourselves, uh-huh. true. So they've got all the mannequins, and for some reason, in this department store, there is a giant. Shredder. Don't don't question it, Jamie. It's a mannequin <laughs> shredder. Don't, don't all malls have those? 
So hold on, wait a second. So first of all, Jonathan teams up with Hollywood, and they get in his they get in his pink Cadillac, which there is a oh yeah, that's right. Up, there is a sped up scene where we have to watch Hollywood cover his Cadillac with that's a polka dot. Car cup, like I don't understand. <laughs> but they go to the headquarters of this other department store, <laughs> and when Andrew Sorry. McCarthy's trying to shake these dudes down, his <sighs> girlfriend flips out, and she's like, "I'm going to destroy that mannequin." <laughs> and then it's a weird chase scene where he's chasing her and all the other guys, James Spader and the and, and mm-hmm. the security guard. They're all chasing him. Mm-hmm. Down into the basement. <laughs> like you said, they have a giant. It is the biggest shredder. <laughs> Why do they have What's the purpose of this? Did you also notice there's a guy in charge of this shredder? <laughs> Jackson and Joe jumps in and at the end. He's so great because it's the most <laughs> tense moment in this movie. And it takes the guy like 20 minutes just to walk over and hit the button. turns <laughs> And also, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they start up the shredder and she's going to throw the mannequin in, yeah, yeah, yeah. he walks out of the office and he's pulling his pants up <laughs> buckling <laughs> them <laughs> this movie's so stupid oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh oh but um <laughs> when they try to put her in the shredder though um, and there's like a conveyor belt that feeds yeah. this shredder <laughs> it's elaborate <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I thought I imagined that shredder. I thought this could not really be this movie. I just wanted to end, and I'm imagining it just gets shredded. It does. She, um, so she is so close to getting shredded, our sweet mannequin, mm-hmm. Emmy. And uh, this is when she comes alive. And she comes for alive for reason. everyone to see. For no everyone reason. to see. No reason at all. Well, no. we don't even... It, there is a reason. The reason is because her love for her and their love for each other is so intense that it's it's you feel it in the moment that she might... But that's not a her. reason. That's no, not, it's not. She never says that. She doesn't but say this, the only way And I they can... don't show it. They don't... She doesn't say it and they don't right. show it. Like, they could... If we had seen what we had said, if you had seen him making her, putting on the finishing touches to see, wow, this mm-hmm. is a real work of art. If we had seen them even together making their art together, you're like, the, these windows and doing them, and this is something they need for each other, you would see that, oh, this is a connection that, that is outstands the test of time, outstands... Like a pottery seed, like in Ghost. I could yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they, definitely. they just, like, beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. But but we don't we don't see any of that. We just... See, now he's grabbed no. her wooden hand. It's now become a... And well, P.S., are mannequins I don't know if wood? mannequins are made of wood. They put them in the shredder, like, and they scroll apart like they're wood, but... I, I guess know. it would just... It's just plastic. That's <laughs> what I thought. So why wouldn't they... Into these know. very sharp pieces, I guess. Wouldn't they try to burn... There's so many better ways than a giant there's no, shredder. There's no machine. shredder in the basement of a department store that looks anything like just this. Just like there's no basement in the Alamo. There is no shredder. 
in department store. Although it makes me think that Pee Wee Herman may have designed this elaborate shredder. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so then finally, after she saved this doofus turns the shredder off. Mm-hmm. And this uh-huh. is when everything comes to a head where all the the bad guys Ugh. bust in. And for why is Estelle getting suddenly there? It's like she blinks into existence in she this can. basement yeah, to basically tell the police to arrest everyone? Yeah, yeah. She's the one that says, yeah, yeah. That's for basically what? all she's there for. For what? Um, for uh, trying to sabotage her business, I think. Mm-hmm. Does she have proof of this? Because she just showed up and clearly there's no evidence that they even stole a mannequin because this does, is a real person now. I think she does give a reason. Really All right. Fast. Okay. She does kind of say like, arrest them for, you know, being dum-dums. I think it's like a, and then. That sounds about right. You're right. So uh, don't they look? They're like, well, where is she? Where is she? And she's like, I'm right here, the mannequin. Aren't they like, well, where's the mannequin? She doesn't even say it. It's the security guard that's like, oh, she's yeah, the that's mannequin. Like... And, and oh, yeah, Stone then he Kenny's goes like, crazy like Take him to the dog. asylum, boys. Yeah. And they just drag this guy out. But meanwhile, who is this chick? Where did she come from now that he's all of a sudden with this chick? It doesn't right? matter, Jamie. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Hollywood knows. At one point, Hollywood does spray a bunch of guys with a fire hose, which is entertaining. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's so so ridiculous because then they get married in the storefront window. But first, they're all standing still. And I'm like, oh, my God, did they all turn to mannequins for some reason? Because I could (laughs) see that happening. But no, then they turn around. Uh, you know, Hollywood's officiating. They all smile and freeze frame. The end. The end. Nothing's going to stop us now. Yep, nothing's going to stop this mannequin and this sculptor. Uh-uh, nothing but mannequin 2 on the move. Oh, jeez. Which I've never seen. But Me neither. it's a Christy Swanson mannequin. Uh, hmm, I don't know. I might have I to check know. that out. Hollywood's Maybe back. He's in it. Hollywood is back. He does. Do you think Spader's back? If Spader's back, maybe they've got you. There's no way. There's no (laughs) way. (laughs) He did it once. That was enough. (laughs) Would you recommend this movie? Just say yes or no. Uh... I don't know. I kind of had fun watching it. Like I feel, I kind of feel bad saying it because it's a terrible movie. This is, is a terrible movie. It's awful. But you had a it, good time. It's so bad and it's so misguided. And I don't think it was intentional. I I kind of had fun with it. I'd say you if fun. you've never seen it, maybe check it out. If you remember okay. it being good or entertaining. You're probably wrong. Like, like I don't know if it's worth seeing again. But I, oh, go ahead. I had seen it before. Mm-hmm. I think, but there, if I had, there were huge chunks that I just forgot about. So I had seen enough to know that it was entertaining. Seeing it again, I was like, oh, this is terrible. This is so terrible. So I guess I'm with you. If you've never seen it, maybe watch it, and you'll be mildly uh, entertained by by just what goes on, like what, what it is. But if you've seen it before and you have a good memory of it, just keep that good memory. So Jamie, do you have any recommendations? I, I do. I do. I, uh, it was hard to think of a recommendation for this movie because I couldn't think of what movie was really like this movie. There's no movies Um, like this movie. No, no. (laughs) Well, I mean, Santa do. 
But we've already discussed Well, that, that. was exactly like Xanadu was the first one. I was like, oh, it's like Xanadu. Um, I, the, the movie I would recommend is, is, is Lars and the Real Girl with, uh, or, and, uh, yeah, of course, with Ryan Gosling, um, who's, yeah, who does a great job. And I think they, I think actually speaking of Academy Awards, I think that movie won an Academy Award for, for screenplay, I think for best original screenplay, I think whenever it came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it did. Um, you could be right. Yeah. I haven't watched an Academy Award since. Yeah, exactly. What do you know? <laughs> I don't know. What, what is yours? What would be yours? But that is a good movie. I do have to. I will second yeah. that recommendation. But I'll make my own. Yeah, please. And you could watch the 1980 version of this movie, or the 2012 version because they're both pretty oh. good. And it's called Maniac, and it's a horror movie about a guy with mommy issues mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. murders women. And then scalps them and puts their hair on mannequins Oh! in his apartment. And the newer version stars Elijah Wood as the killer. Oh, I bet that's a good maniac. Yeah, because he is the most troubling of individuals. That guy is so terrifying looking. Uh, He does have these eyes that just, It's this weird, adorable, like, menacing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's a scary looking dude. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I do agree. I could see him then scalping it. Yeah, this would be a, all right. Oh, oh my God, mannequin. That just took it out of me. It does. Just, it will. Yeah, oh. it, it, it'll just rob you for a minute. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. So, Jamie, in two <gasps> weeks. So, here's, here's something that I kind of forgot about. Our third episode mm-hmm. was Three Men and a Baby. Our fourth yeah. episode was Rocky Four. This was unintentional. We did not mean wow. to have episodes with the numbers of the episodes. Related the to, titles. yeah. But look at that. But our next episode is our 48 eighth episode uh-huh. so we're gonna watch wow. 48 hours hey eddie murphy nick nolte loving it eddie. i don't know there's other people in it i'm sure there's people yeah that's all i got so i don't know i don't know jamie 48 hours 48th episode i'm excited i'm excited i can't believe we're i just close like to that 50. kind of correlation that's, that's crazy to me that is crazy it's two years are we been doing this for two years it's almost three. No. Sorry, it's almost two. No <laughs> okay, way. I was Is like, okay, I take that. Two? Yeah, I think it's almost it's, two. It's, it's almost two. It's like, you can add a year. But I like how it just guess. jumped a year. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's 16 years we've been doing this shit. <laughs> no. um, yeah, yeah, two years. Wow. I'm excited. Kudos. And Me too. Like, oh, the, a buddy cop movie? We haven't explored the buddy cop genre I'm yet. I'm excited for buddy cops. I, I want a buddy cop. I assume there will be plenty of uncomfortable racism that we have to sort through Well, and there's Nick Nolte. There's plenty of uncomfortable Nick Nolte to sort yeah, through. Yeah, he just kind of growls his way. I'll try and – I'll practice my <laughs> Nick Nolte. I'm excited. <laughs> Is that good? That's pretty right, terrible. Right. Did you throw up in your own mouth just then and try to talk? Yep. Is that what happened? Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. I, I don't know. Maybe you could work on your Eddie Murphy because I'll have I this will. Nick Nolte down eh, in two weeks. Eh, 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 okay, eh, all right, eh. good. We're done. We don't even have to do the episode <laughs> right, now. No. We got our invitations down. We're good to go. Oh, my God. All right. All right I guess we're done. Well, this Jesus. is happening. All right. All right. So everybody, uh, yeah, um, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, uh, find us on Twitter, Facebook, all that great stuff. 
And we will see you again in two weeks when we talk right. about 48 Hours, which I think also had a sequel. I think we're doing two sequels oh, yeah. in a row here, yeah, or two sequel spawns? Oh, my God. No, I don't know. The spawn, they're original. They're the original, right? right. Is- <laughs> mannequin is the original <laughs> mannequin, and 48 Hours is the original 48 Hours, and that's what we'll be talking about. <laughs> Uh, oh, I hope oh. James Spader's in it. We gotta hunt down more well, James Spader amazing. movies now. Yeah, I think that's really what what this is about here. <laughs> this is showing your love, your fandom for for Jay Spade. I Dirk. never knew. I never knew. And I'm like 35 do. years late to this party. Such a wide range. Such a wide range. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. All right. Good night. Bye. Looking in your eyes, I see a paradise. World that I'm found is too good to be true. Standing here beside you, want so much to give you this love in my heart that I'm feeling for you. Let him see you with crazy. I don't care about that. Put your hand.